Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's April 1st. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. This is the second podcast of the day. However, the first one was a bonus episode. As I know some of you from talking to you uh, through direct messages or text, some of you like to hear daily uh, podcasts. So I am going to update you On this game, the Astros defeat their nemesis, the Texas Rangers. Not sure what kind of game we were going to get today. The uh, Rangers series with the Cubs were very high-scoring games, and the Astros versus the Rays were very low-scoring. Myself, I was expecting more, uh, more fireworks. I was expecting more runs scored, not a two- to one victory. So we are going to recap this game. I'll give you the stats, and then we will figure out who is the player of the game. I put the poll on Twitter for you to answer to see if I'm correct. Also, I will update you a little bit about the podcast, about the giveaways and sponsorship and all that good stuff. And then I will give you a few scores around Major League Baseball that you may care about. We'll be right back. You are listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so let's talk about what happened today. The Astros defeat the Rangers in the Lone Star Series. First game of the series, 2-1 to one. This is something I didn't know. I did not know this until after the game. This was the ninth straight win at Globe Life Park for the Astros and 17 out of 20. This is total dominance here. It was a very, very good game. It was very close, just like the Tampa Bay series. You never know what you're going to get. Was it going to be high scoring or not? Anyway, let's go ahead and recap the game. Top of the first, uh, George Springer with a leadoff Springer dinger. 1-0 Astros. A little note on George Springer. 5 for 20 on the season. Two home runs and four RBIs. Five hits for George Springer so far, and two of them were dingers. The Rangers would tie things up in the bottom of the third. 
Ronald Guzman solo home run off of Brad Peacock. Top of the six, Robinson Chirinos doubles in Correa, who led the inning off with a double himself. He comes in to score two to one Astros, and that was your final. Um, Guzman was the only base runner that the Rangers had all night, except when Odor got a single, but Chirinos threw him out trying to steal second base. Uh, after the game, they talked to Chirinos, and he said that uh, he talked with uh, Odor before the game, and Odor told him he was going to steal three bases on him. And so he was pretty hyped. He was pretty excited about throwing him out. So one thing I want to point out about this game. Now, I don't know if you have superstitions or if you believe in them or it's just something that makes watching sports more fun. But the first game of the season, if you can remember, I was super excited about the season starting and I busted out the scorebook. We lose three games in a row. I do not take score today. I do not want to lose. I definitely do not want to lose to Texas. What can I do to help the Astros? I bust out the scorecard or the score pad, and we win 2-0 with the scorebook, and I definitely will be taking score tomorrow. I can guarantee you that. So one thing about the Astros that we talked about before the season started. In spring training, they have been running more. And we wondered, are they going to try to steal bases? And one thing I heard that when they were interviewing Hinch is they want to steal bases to get themselves out of uh, hitting into double plays. Apparently, they hit into a lot of double plays last year. And so this is the reason they're trying to run However, they are very, very unsuccessful. One steal in six attempts, and I think that Tony Kemp was the one that was successful. Uh, Jake got caught stealing tonight in the ninth. Another base-running blunder, if you want to call it that. Alex Bregman got picked off at first. I believe this was in the seventh inning after he walked. So one thing about taking score... Any questions that I have about what happened in the game, I just look to my left, and it's very simple to see. I don't know if any of you ever take score. It, uh, I don't know. It takes a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. It takes a little bit of the relaxation away from watching the game, but it makes you focus a little more, I guess. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy it, and sometimes I just don't want to do it. So anyway, Brad Peacock. Gets the start. Brad Peacock is our number five pitcher, and he just may have pitched the best game out of all five of the guys in the rotation. Beautiful, beautiful game by Brad Peacock. Six and two-thirds inning, two hits, and only one run, and that was just that one home run. Five strikeouts, and get this, very impressive, no walks. Ryan Presley came in and finished off the 7th. Then he pitched the 8th. Nothing happening there. Just a strikeout. And Osuna comes in, 
closes it out. And I believe, I didn't check this, but yes, he got a save. So the first save of the year for the Astros. Uh, The first time he pitched, we were winning 5-1, to so he didn't get a save. So finally, Osuna gets a save. Let's see how many he can get. I believe he got 12 for his last season. So one of the big plays of the game. There was a couple of big plays at first. I believe there was two. There was uh, there was one play where I kind of yelled. You know how you yell when you think something bad happened? And Altuve flipped the ball to first when I thought he was definitely going to be safe. And I believe there was another call that got overturned our way, which was good. So those two, any play like that, any play that's close that you erase a base runner in a tight game like this, they're all big plays. And the other big play, I believe, I can't remember if I've said this or not, but in the bottom of the seventh, Odor singled, and he was thrown out at second by Chirinos. I, I think I said that. I'm not sure. But that was a very big play in the game as well. So there was one thing. I don't know why I put Andrews. So Elvis Andrews, in the seventh inning, he struck out. And Brad Peacock was cruising. He was on cruise control. I don't even know if he threw 90 pitches. And then all of a sudden he takes, they take Brad Peacock out of the game and he didn't seem upset. And this is just a shout out. I'm going to give you somebody on Twitter. If you have Twitter and you want to follow someone that has very interesting things to say while you're watching the game, his name is Larry P. His uh, handle is at Larry the GM. So he posted when they took Peacock out against Mazzara, why, if anyone's wondering why they took Peacock out in that situation, because personally myself, I wondered the same thing. He was doing great. Just get one more out and then we'll send it on to Presley. But he showed these stats, the OPS versus left-handers. Brad Peacock, 815, Presley, 696. So it just made sense from a coaching perspective or standpoint. And I think Presley only threw two pitches to get him out. So very good uh, move on Hinch's part. Uh, The game was perfect. Pitching-wise, the Astros were awesome, and they've been pretty awesome the whole season so far. So offensively, how are the Astros doing? Springer, one for five with a home run. Alex Bregman had a decent night. One for two. He walked twice. And remember, he was picked off at first. So I think it's a pretty good night for Bregman. When he first came up to bat, I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but they showed his batting average and it was 63. And after he got that first hit, it went up to like 130. So his batting average, so early in the season... His batting average doubled just with that one hit. So Carlos Correa, three for four, and he scored a run. Yuli Gurriel, one for four. Robinson Chirinos, one for four with an RBI when he had that game-winning double. It wasn't the 
Hardest hit double, but it was enough. It was just barely a blooper uh, in on the hands, uh, barely over third base, but it got the job done. And it was the game-winning RBI. Jake Marisnik went one for four also. So you look at this after the game. Who is the player of the game? My nominees are Brad Peacock, obviously, Robinson Chirinos, and Carlos Correa. Peacock, uh, what did Peacock do? Seven, six, almost seven innings, six and two-thirds inning, one run, two hits, five strikeouts, and no walks. Uh, Chirinos, one for four with the game-winning double, and he threw... Roughnet Odor out at second. If you're like me, you have to hate that guy. That was awesome. I love that play. And that made me want to pick him. Or is it Carlos Correa? Carlos Correa, who everyone's been bad-mouthing. And I have been uh, having his back here on the podcast at least three for four. Who's it going to be? I think all three of them deserve it, but... I'm going to give it to Peacock. I put this on Twitter, so we'll see if my answer matches what my Twitter followers think as well. So who is the GOAT? Once again, as you know, the GOAT is not the greatest of all time, but in this case, it might be. I looked up and down the stat sheet, because after the game, I, I had this feeling if I have to pick someone, and I don't want to pick him. But the GOAT of the game, Jose Altuve, 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. So, let's give you a little update on the March giveaway. Rolando Ayala, the winner of the hat. I talked to him. He selected the hat that he wanted. He got the batting practice hat. And uh, it's been ordered, and I haven't got the email about it being shipped or not, but he will get it in three to seven days. So another note about the giveaways, the February winner, Robert Sohn, I'm going to say your name, I've been saying S because I don't want to say it wrong, but Sohn, I was curious on the podcast whether or not he entered because I knew I had spoke to him. And so I went back and checked my messages, and I didn't see him anywhere say he entered. And I guess after hearing the podcast, he sent me a message letting me know that he did not enter the contest on purpose. So he helped all of you uh, give you, I guess he gave you one more chance to win. He did not want to win two times in a row. He wanted to give someone else a chance to win. So I told him I would just go for back-to-back wins, but Robert Sohn, he did not he did not enter the contest for March, but he said he will do the one in April, and this is where I come to now. So I was looking at Fanatics, trying to think what could be a good giveaway. Um, I was thinking about the shirts that the Astros wear while they're warming up. I can put a picture of it on there. But one thing I thought about is those shirts are $35 and the hats are only 38 
So let me know. I guess I'll put it on the uh, Twitter page if you'd rather have that shirt or a cap. So anyway, I may have to start doing less expensive gifts. So on the podcast, on the app that I use, they find you sponsors. And the two sponsors that I have, those contracts have ran out. So this podcast, we are no longer making money. So someday the money might run out. And if we're doing $40 giveaways a month, it's going to run out pretty quick. So we'll see what happens. We're going to go ahead and do one more month. And thanks again to that uh, longtime listener with that donation. He's going to keep it going for a little bit longer. The money we've pulled in already, um, I don't know. I think we got about three or four more months maybe. I don't know. I have to check. But you're giving away $40 worth of stuff every month. You know, but we'll talk about that later. Maybe sometime before, between now and then, we'll get another sponsor going and we'll get the money back. So anyway, if um, I also, I think I said earlier that I made another bonus podcast uh, this earlier this afternoon before the game. I don't know if you had a chance to check that out. Um, while I was making it, I haven't listened to it yet, but while I was making it, it sounded pretty good. It was pretty fun to actually have a guest on the show, so I don't know. It went pretty well. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out. So let me give you some Major League Baseball scores that you may care about. Kind of sounds like a uh, section of the show. I can't. I know it's not section, but... Anyway, here's some Major League Baseball news for you before we let you go. And I'm just giving you this because it interests me because I think it affects the Astros. And I'll explain why, I guess, when I give you the the answers. So the Braves beat the Cubs 8-0. So the reason I'm telling you this score is the Cubs were scoring on the Rangers... And the Rangers were scoring on the Cubs. However, the Cubs could not score on the Braves. And the Braves are scoring on the Cubs. So I'm going in circles here. But what I'm trying to say is the Braves scored eight runs on the Cubs. So apparently that is why the Rangers and Cubs series was such high scoring. Now that the Cubs are having to go against better pitching... Now they're not scoring. So I think, and a lot of you know, that pitching and defense wins. you got to have some offense, but if you have pitching, you're going to win a lot of games. So right now, we don't have any offense, but if we're going to win, we're going to win little close games. So another one to point out, the Rays defeated the Rockies 7-1. to Why am I pointing that out? If the Rays beat the Rockies 7-1... to Maybe that means we got beat three out of four by a team that's pretty good. They won 90 games last year. They're now four and one. Another one I want to point out, just because this is interesting, the Orioles 
defeated the Yankees two games out of three in their series. Today they start a series with the Blue Jays and they take game one six to five. The Orioles are three and one. So I can't really tell you about the rest of the AL West as they are all playing right now in late games. So that we don't know how that's going to affect anything. I think the last time I looked, Seattle was winning again. Uh, if they don't start losing, we are never going to catch them. But anyway, uh, that is this episode, uh, the second episode of the day. hope it's not too much. Uh, the first episode, the bonus one, I believe you could probably listen to that anytime this week, and it'll be it'll still be fresh. So anyway, that is it for this episode. I'd like to thank everyone out there for listening. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.